Welcome to the Grim Den. I am your host, Cynthia. Today's music is courtesy of my good friend Jacob. You can find his information in the description. And if you would like for your story or music to be featured, email me, which can also be found in the description. I do apologize for my voice. Um, I am sick. <laughs> Today's story is Little Snow White by the Brothers Grimm. Once upon a time, in the middle of winter, when the flakes of snow were falling like feathers from the sky, a queen sat at a window. The frame of the window was made of black ebony, and while she was sewing and looking out of the window at the snow, she pricked her finger. Three drops of blood fell upon the snow, and the red looked pretty upon the white snow, and she thought to herself, If only I had a child as white as snow, as red as blood, and as black as the wood of the window. Soon after that, she had a little daughter, who was as white as snow, and as red as blood, and her hair was as black as ebony, and therefore she was called Little Snow White. And when the child was born, the queen died. After a year had passed, the king took another wife. She was a beautiful woman, but proud and haughty, and she could not bear that anyone else should surpass her in beauty. She had a wonderful looking glass, and when she stood in front of it and looked at herself, she said, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who is the fairest of them all? And the looking glass answered, You, O oh queen, are the fairest of all. Then she was satisfied, for she knew that the looking glass spoke the truth. But Snow White was growing up and grew more and more beautiful. And when she was seven years old, she was as beautiful as the day and more beautiful than the queen herself. And once when the queen asked, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who is the fairest of all? It answered, You are fairer than all who are here, Lady Queen. But more beautiful still is Snow White, as I ween. Then the queen was shocked and turned yellow and green with envy. From that time, whenever she looked at Snow White, her heart heaved in her breast. She hated the girl so much. And envy and pride grew higher and higher in her heart like a weed, so that she had no peace day or night. She called a hunter and said, Take the child away into the forest i will no longer have her in my sight kill her and bring me back her heart the hunter obeyed and took her away but when he had drawn his knife and was about to pierce snow white's innocent heart she began to weep and said dear hunter spare me my life i will run away into the wild forest and never come home and she was so beautiful the hunter had pity on her and said, Run away, you poor child. It seemed as if a stone had rolled from his heart since he no longer needed to kill her. A young boar just then came. Running by, he stabbed it and cut its heart out and took it to the queen as proof that the child was dead. But now the poor child was all alone in the green forest and was so terrified that she looked at every leaf of every tree and did not know what to do. Then she began to run, 
and ran over sharp stones and through thorns and the wild beasts ran past her but did her no harm she ran as far as her feet would go until it was almost evening then she saw a little cottage and went in to rest everything in the cottage was small but neater and cleaner than you can imagine there was a table on which was a white cover and seven little plates and on each plate a little spoon moreover there were seven little knives and forks and seven little mugs against the wall stood seven little beds side by side little snow white was so hungry and thirsty that she ate some vegetables and bread from each plate and drank a drop of wine out of each mug for she did not wish to take all from only one then as she was so tired she laid herself down on each of the little beds but none of them suited her one was too long another too short but at last she found that the seventh was just right so she remained in it when it was quite dark the owners of the cottage came back they were seven dwarfs who dug and delved in the mountains for ore they lit their seven candles and now that the cottage was lit they saw that someone had been there for everything was not in the same order which they had left it the first said who has been sitting on my chair the second who has been eating off my plate the third who has been taking some of my bread the fourth who has been eating my vegetables the fifth who has been using my fork the sixth who has been cutting with my knife the seventh who has been drinking out of my mug then the first looked round and saw that there was a little hole on his bed and he said who has been getting into my bed the others came up and each called out somebody has been lying in my bed too but the seventh when he looked at his bed he saw little snow white who was lying asleep and he called to the others who came running up and they cried out with astonishment and brought their seven little candles and let the light fall on little snow white oh heavens oh heavens cried they what a lovely child and they were so glad that they did not wake her up but let her sleep in the bed when it was morning little snow white awoke and was frightened when she saw the seven dwarfs but they were friendly and asked her what her name was my name is snow white she answered how have you come to our house said the dwarfs then she told them that her stepmother had wished to have her killed but that the hunter had spared her life and that she had run for the whole day until at last she found their dwelling the dwarf said if you will take care of our house cook make the beds wash sew and knit and if you will keep everything neat and clean you can stay with us yes said snow white with all my heart and she stayed with them she kept the house in order for them in the morning they went to the mountains and looked for copper and gold in the evenings they came back and then their supper had to be ready the girl was alone the whole day so the good dwarfs warned her and said beware of your stepmother she will soon know that you are here be sure to let no one come in but the queen believing that she'd eaten snow white's heart was certain that she was again the first and most beautiful of all and she went to her looking-glass and said looking-glass looking-glass on the wall who in this land is the fairest of all and the glass answered o oh, queen you are 
fairest of all I see. But over the hills where the seven dwarves dwell, Snow White is still alive and well, and none is so fair as she. Then she was astounded, for she knew that the looking-glass never spoke falsely, and she knew that the hunter had betrayed her, and that little Snow White was still alive. And so she thought and thought how she might kill her, for so long as she was not the fairest in the whole land, envy let her have no rest. And when she had at last thought of something to do, she painted her face and dressed herself as an old peddler, and no one could have known it was her. In this disguise, she went over the seven mountain to the seven dwarf and knocked at the door and cried, Pretty things to sell, very cheap, very cheap. Little Snow White looked out the window and called out, Good day, my good woman. What have you got to sell? Pretty things, pretty things, she answered. Laces of all colors. And she pulled out one, which was woven of bright colored silk. She unbolted the door and bought the pretty laces. Child, said the old woman, what a fright you are. Come, come, I will lace you properly for once. Snow White had no suspicion, but stood before her and let herself be laced with new laces. But the old woman laced so quickly and so tightly that Snow White lost her breath and fell down as if dead. Now I am the most beautiful, said the queen to herself, and ran away. Not long afterwards in the evening, the seven dwarfs came home, but were shocked that they saw their dear little Snow White lying on the ground, and that she neither stirred nor moved and seemed to be dead. They lifted her up, and as they saw that she was laced too tightly, they cut the laces. Then she began to breathe a little, and after a while came to life again. When the dwarves heard what happened, they said, The old peddler was none other than the wicked queen. Take care and let no one come in when we are not with you. The wicked woman, when she reached home, went in front of the glass and asked, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? And it answered as before, O oh, queen, you are the fairest of all I see. But over the hills where the seven dwarves dwell, Snow White is still alive and well, and none is so fair as she. When she heard that, all the blood rushed to her heart with fear, for she saw plainly that little Snow White was again alive, she said. I will think of something that shall put an end to you. And with the help of witchcraft, which she understood, she made a poisonous comb. Then she disguised herself and took the shape of another old woman. So she went over the seven mountain to the seven dwarves and knocked at the door and cried, Good things to sell, cheap, cheap. Little Snow White looked out and said, Go away, I cannot let anyone come in. I suppose you can look, said the old woman, and pulled the poisonous comb out and held it up. It pleased the girl so well that she let herself be fooled and opened the door. When they'd struck a bargain, the old woman said, Now I will comb you properly for once. Poor little Snow White had no suspicion and let the old woman do as she pleased. 
but hardly had she put the comb in her hair that the poison took effect and the girl fell down senseless you pargon of beauty said the wicked woman you are done and she went away but fortunately it was almost evening when the dwarves came home when they saw snow white lying as if dead upon the ground they at once suspected the stepmother and they looked and found the poison comb scarcely had they taken it out when snow white came to and told them what had happened when they warned her once more to be upon her guard and to open the door for no one then the queen at home went in front of her glass and said looking glass looking glass on the wall who is the fairest of them all then it answered as before o queen you are the fairest of all i see but over the hills where the seven dwarves dwell snow white is still alive and well and none is so fair as she when she heard the glass speak she trembled and shook with rage snow white shall die she cried even if it cost me my life with that she went into a quiet secret lonely room where no one ever came and there she made a very poisonous apple outside it looked pretty white with a red cheek so that anyone who saw it longed for it but whoever ate a piece of it surely must die when the apple was ready she painted her face and dressed herself up as a countrywoman and so she went over the seven mountains to the seven dwarves she knocked at the door snow white put her head out the window and said i cannot let anyone in the seven dwarves have forbidden me it is all the same to me answered the woman i shall soon get rid of my apple here i will give you one no said snow white i dare not take anything are you afraid of poison said the old woman look i will cut the apple in two pieces you eat the red cheek and i will eat the white the apple was so cunningly made that only the red cheek was poisoned snow white longed for the fine apple and when she saw that the woman ate part of it she could no longer resist and stretched out her hand and took the poisonous half but hardly had she taken a bite than she fell down dead the queen looked at her with a dreadful look and laughed aloud white as snow red as blood black as ebony wood this time the dwarves cannot wake you up and when she asked the looking-glass at home looking-glass looking-glass on the wall who is the fairest of them all it answered at last o oh, queen in this land you are the fairest of all then her envious heart had rest the dwarves when they came home in the evening found snow white lying upon the ground she breathed no longer and was dead they lifted her up looked to see whether they could find anything poisonous unlaced her combed her hair washed her with water and wine but it was all of no the poor child was dead and remained dead they laid her upon a bier and all seven of them sat around it and wept for her they were going to bury her but she still looked as if she were alive and still had her pretty red cheeks they said we could not bury her in the dark ground and they had a transparent coffin of glass made so that she could be seen from all sides and they laid her in it and in golden letters wrote upon it her name and that she was a king's daughter 
Then they put the coffin out upon the mountain, and one of them always stayed by and watched it. The birds came too and wept for Snow White. And now Snow White lay a long time in the coffin, and she did not change, but looked as if she were asleep. For she was as white as snow, as red as blood, and her hair was as black as ebony. It happened, however, that a king's son came into the forest and went to the dwarf's house to spend the night. He saw the coffin on the mountain and the beautiful Snow White inside it, and read what was written upon in golden letters. Then he said to the dwarves, Let me have the coffin. I will give you whatever you want for it. But the dwarves answered, we will not part with it for all the gold in the world. Then he said, Let me have it as a gift, for I cannot live without seeing Snow White. I will honor and prize her as my deepest possession. As he spoke in this way, the good dwarfs took pity upon him and gave him the coffin. And now the king's son had it carried away by his servants on their shoulders. And it happened that they stumbled over a tree stump, and with the shock, the poisonous piece of apple which Snow White had bitten off came out of her throat. And before long, she opened her eyes, lifted the lid of the coffin, and sat up. Oh, heavens, where am I? she cried. The king's son, full of joy, said, You are with me, and told her what happened, and said, I love you more than everything in the world. Come with me to my father's palace. You shall be my wife. And Snow White was willing and went with him, and their wedding was held with great show and splendor. But Snow White's wicked stepmother was also invited to the feast. When she dressed herself in beautiful clothes, she went before the looking glass and said, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who is the fairest of them all? The glass answered, O oh, queen, of all here the fairest is you, but the young queen is fairer by far. Then the wicked woman uttered a curse, and was so miserable, so utterly miserable, that she did not know what to do. At first she would not go to the wedding, but she had no peace, and must go see the young queen. And when she went in, she knew Snow White. And she stood still with rage and fear, and could not stir. But iron slippers had already been put under fire, and they were brought in with tongs and set before her. Then she was forced to put on the red-hot shoes and danced until she dropped dead. The end. The story is definitely different than uh, the Disney Snow White, that's for sure. Um, like, you know, the queen dying at the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a wonderful day.